0: This is the 3D Pod, your number one source for 3D printing news, analysis, and insight from 3dprint.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joris Peels and Maxwell Bogue.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 3D Pod. I'm your host, Maxwell Bogue, and with me, as always, is Joris Peels. How are you doing, Joris? I'm great, Max. How
0: are you doing? I'm great.
1: Who do we have today?
0: Uh, and, well, today we've got uh, Sasha Wetzler with us, and Sasha is well in charge of Formnext, uh, and Formnext is the biggest trade show in three D printing for uh, has been for the last couple of years, and Formnext is like a disproportionately influential trade show. It's there used to be like years ago. Uh, We had a couple of different trade shows like Rapid and Euromold and stuff. And then Formnext actually became the default show, the biggest show. The shows where all the executives are there from all over the world. The the shows are you also get to meet engineering teams and, and people from Japan and the States and everywhere. And it's a huge show, and I always say that if the Next exhibitor party would be the sixth biggest uh, 3D printing trade show in the world. Uh, so, so it's a hugely uh, big show. It's a lot of fun as well. I think the one of the last times I saw Sasha, it was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and we, and we were dancing at the Faunhofer party.
2: Uh, <laughs> Wunderbar. Yeah. So the, that's a perfect description, Joris. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sasha, yeah, has, like usually he seems to have like the best job in the world uh, because it's it's wonderful. Everybody wants to come already. It's just negotiate, try to get people to show up, and then uh, celebrate while organizing it well, of course. But uh, yeah, I think uh, over the last uh, twelve months or more, it can't have been very easy to be Sasha. So we really want to understand, you know, for him next, what's it been for Sasha and the team. Uh, what's going to happen right now? What's the current state of the form next? And yeah, what does what does this mean for the future of trade shows and things? So, uh, welcome to the show, Sasha.
2: Yeah, Joris, uh, thanks very much for the introduction. And uh, guys, uh, Jake and Maxwell, I'm I'm really happy to uh, to have the opportunity to talk to you guys because uh, yeah, like you know, this year everything is totally different to the years before, and mm. uh, all the ways we were used to work together, to cooperate together and uh, finally also to to offer a very good uh, and sophisticated platform for the AM community. Okay. That's very hard and everything changed this year. It's It started by the end of last year and uh, suddenly the wave came over the whole planet. It's, everything is different and uh, also before and you just talked about the Fraunhofer party, you know that's uh, that's one of the aspects. Also, uh, people outside are are missing right now the opportunity to meet in person and to talk seriously about business in person, but also to to have a combination with some fun. And that that was also what we uh, what we wanted and tried to offer with Farm Next as an international platform. But this year, uh, as you know, the whole exhibition and event industry has a very serious impact and it's really in a crisis and not only the exhibition and event industry it's also our customer industries uh, the exhibit uh, exhibition industries the exhibitor industries the manufacturers itself themselves and also uh, the the user industries just just have a look at at, uh, automotive they were already in a crisis uh, before uh, now Corona and COVID crisis came. Uh, and suddenly you have also an aerospace and an aircraft manufacturer crisis uh, out of that. So uh, a lot of industries suffer, not only the execution industry, but uh, our job finally is also to manage also through a crisis because, you know, when the sun is shining, uh, everybody is sailing quite well. That's a little bit of a German saying, trying to say it in English. But now you also have to, to sail and hold your course uh, in, in very heavy uh, circumstances. And uh, all of us uh, work hard on changing not only the format of, of an exhibition, but also to adapt to the situation. Because uh, like everybody of us, we are working on site one or two weeks in front of us and then uh, you need to adapt yourself to the situation you are uh, just facing and so first
0: let's start with the solution so so let's yeah. first start with like what you guys have come up with now and then we'll go back a bit uh, and towards the past so so now yeah. forex is a digital event And Mm -hmm. so how is this gonna work? Where do I sign up, what do I do, what can I do?
2: Yeah, so now uh, the final decision was made. We will have a fully virtual event starting November 10 until November 12. It's a little bit shorter than the regular trade fair. Next, uh, coming next week, uh, by the mid of next week, we will onboard the exhibitors. The company is attending virtually as exhibitors. And by the end of the month, we will also open the platform we have now uh, for for the visitors, for everybody uh, who wants to attend uh, all the events uh, who will take place on the new platform. It was really a, a... incredible job also now from the team uh, because the change we made to go fully virtual is only around about three weeks old so uh, we had a very uh, huge task to to deal with and we are still in in the middle uh, of of dealing with this new uh, challenge as we let me give a little bit more, a look back in the past. We also worked for several weeks and months on a hybrid platform where we mm-hmm. already knew that things will not happen physically like we were used to last year. So uh, we, we started already in spring to make a redesign of our next, a total redesign right out from the scrap where we started uh, to plan the show as a hybrid event and to have a a totally new uh, health and safety uh, concept behind it everything was approved by the authorities and uh, it it went really well also the market was really happy to have at least the hope that by the end of the year it will be possible again to meet again and to see each other to exchange to discuss in the am community and to have some kind of fun also no questions But uh, that's what really the AM community itself describes quite good, to be perfectly professional, but also very close together and still able to also celebrate. Finally, by the end of the summer, we had to accept the circumstances around the, the infection rates, around the hotspots, around travel restrictions, for attending companies, for companies sending their staff to To visit the show, all these things became uh, worse and worse because of of the still rising rates after the summer holidays all over Europe and Germany, too, uh, also in the U.S., also all of the world is still uh, not stable. Now we do it fully virtual and- uh, Was that
0: the decision, by the way? Was it was it just this combination of things where you're like, this is not getting better, guys, or is, it, is that what made you make the decision to go fully virtual or? So uh,
2: yeah, it was always a very close discussion between us as organizer and our advisory board. We have right out from the industry where very big and famous companies are members like Auburk, Trumpf, Renishaw, for example, EMA, GE. So we have a lot of very prominent companies and uh, we closely discuss and cooperate with them the strategy of the show and uh, finally together we made the decision hey guys uh, it will not work because uh, of, of the situation the travel restrictions uh, the, the visitors nobody can be sure to travel around uh, countries or borders or, or take flights so, uh, to have a real international form next, also in a maybe smaller scope as a Corona edition, was not possible anymore. So, we, we decided anonymously together we go virtual. So, it's always a, a very close cooperation with the industry.
1: So, for the virtual presentation of the show, did you end up building your own customized platform or did you are you using something off the shelf? What is it? It yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah the, the,
2: we we are really, uh, frankly open about this. We, we 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 immediately in the company of Messagomesse Frankfurt in in our group, we installed a task force, and the task force screened platforms available on the market, because it was it was very clear that in this very short period of time it's not possible to develop something on ourselves. Yeah. So we looked for a cooperation partner, and finally for us. Uh, the best result uh, was uh, the Grip guys, uh, a platform called Grip. It's it's from UK a company, and they mainly focus on one thing which really impressed us and me. That's the matchmaking function. Looking onto that uh, and some other functionalities they offer on the platform, we decided, hey guys, we go with Grip for for next Connect 2020. What's this
0: matchmaking? How does it work then? Yeah, that's that's really
2: interesting, and uh, we we just start to develop this thing. But but there, I see a, a lot of quite future potential in it because what's what's very important on a trade show. It's mm-hmm. important that somebody who has a question or a problem for his uh, manufacturing process or for his product meets somebody who can offer him him a product or a solution for this. or or a machine uh, maybe manufacturing his product. So to bring these two guys together in one place to talk about their issue, that's Mm -hmm. one of our basic functions as an enabler of of B2B uh, communication and B2B platforms. And that's what's behind this matchmaking idea. Because now when you onboard, in a couple of days, uh, when you onboard the platform, uh, first as an exhibitor, you you have to fill a quite uh, sophisticated exhibitor profile. So it's not only about your products, but it's also about your team members, who is available for which product, who's responsible for which product, who can be reached directly. You can uh, have a lot of information about the product, about the company, all these things, giving a a very good picture of an exhibitor as a manufacturer. On the other hand, the the visitor entering the platform, he will have to answer quite a lot of questions. And uh, it's not only about the products he wants to see, it's also about the profession, uh, about the business he's working in, about uh, the the field of interest he has. Uh, So a lot of questions. And uh, with these questions and the things the exhibitors already answered, then this AI-driven matchmaking machine starts to work with. And then uh, it's a little bit like, uh, yeah, I just call it uh, business Tinder. Then then uh, two, two persons will be matched by, by the artificial intelligence. I get to
1: swipe left or swipe right? And, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. And then,
2: and then you can decide, hey, I'm interested in, in this guy or lady or I'm interested mm-hmm. in this question. It's okay for me to have a match and it's okay for me to have a meeting. And then, then you can uh, directly schedule a, a person-to-person meeting and you can do it in a video chat or in a text-written chat and then these, these two persons uh, having the wish to talk about a certain issue, they have the possibility. That's, uh, that's one of the main characters of the new platform.
0: Okay, that sounds quite interesting. It sounds also like the, the, that it might actually bring people together that maybe ne- would never find themselves on, on just a, the randomness of this, this floor, you know? Right. Abs- if abs- you're doing something really abs- specific like ab- CMF or something. Ab-
2: absolutely, because I think you as well as me, every, everybody agrees on this and all, all of the industry guys agrees on this. Everybody wants, again, person-to-person meetings because nothing can really replace it. Right. But, now we, but now we all need some kind of possibilities in between. And uh, my opinion is also like now we have this, uh, this really perfect uh, remote video between US and, and Germany. You know, some kind of the digital tools will stay with us for the future because they prove now in the crisis to be quite okay for certain tasks. Mm -hmm. but uh, anyway all of us would also like to sit together have an interview and afterwards again a chat uh, with a nice glass of beer and that's Mm -hmm. uh, that's exactly what will come again so you need for the business the personal contact as well but but in between we need to find good platforms for for our customers and now we are on the way to developing one Uh, it it will not be ready everything in 2020 I'm sure about this because it's a new field for us and uh, I hope everybody will understand this as well but we we think some of the points there are really good basics to to develop further on for
0: the future do you think that then you'll always have a virtual component then is this like how the things are gonna be from now on always or you're just gonna add that to the physical show if we have physical shows again
2: yeah that's 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 the answer so the future will be and i'm thinking also on all of my colleagues in the exhibition or event business uh, you need to have an intelligent combination of physical events because they are the real events people want to be but uh, in between now we have an opportunity also as exhibition organizers many many years we always looked for possibilities how to Uh, creatively and with some intelligence, uh, fill the space in between our events. Mm -hmm. And now now we have a possibility and some tools uh, to do this. And and now we we work on a strategy combining these worlds, having the form next as the physical event taking place, but uh, amended by intelligent digital possibilities. And that's, I think, uh, what will stay because uh, we can can act as a content hub, uh, not only through four days, but we can do some things, not everything because it's not necessary, but we can do a lot of useful things for the community uh, in between. And there, uh, the possibility of digital tools is quite okay. If we look
0: at it in a very positive way, and I think uh, this is a bit to the detriment maybe of my employer, 3dprint.com, but um, (laughs) if you look at it, is it like now we're making like a social network, like a LinkedIn, but essentially for the 3D printing community? And it's going to be a separate thing. So even if I'm really tired of social networks and this is going to be my one place where I can reach everyone, and everyone is going to be a relevant person for me, I do really see scope for you to to, to draw a lot of traffic and a lot of people uh, to continuous events if you do it right from the beginning, I think.
2: Yeah. uh but I don't really see it as a LinkedIn because LinkedIn is already, you know, a, a global, perfect working, working a social platform. So mm-hmm. it, I think, uh, we, we will not, we will not move in the way to be a LinkedIn for the AM community because also the AM community and myself we are perfectly connected in, in, in LinkedIn together. No, uh, it, it must be with some functions, you know, uh, are a USB on the platform.
1: I'm curious, like, since I've been to quite a number of virtual events now since this has all mm-hmm. going on, and I've seen the Gambit where it's um, the most basic web page you can imagine all the way to totally immersive virtual environments where you have an avatar that, that walks mm-hmm. around and you have a physical booth still. Well, a virtual physical booth still, and you can yeah. chase it down. Um, and I'm wondering where you think, if we're if we're going to continue doing these, like where on that scale does it make sense um, for for the additive manufacturing world, versus where is it is it too much or too little? I mean, how do you find that balance?
2: And you just described it quite good. I think it's the uh, it's in between the golden middle. Um, it. Uh, let me describe you some of the three maybe four main uh, main columns uh, of of the platform so that's 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 the most important uh, columns we we currently work on or what we think is hopefully the most usp for for the attendance for the participants. The first column is like i explained the exhibitor profile a sophisticated exhibitor profile where a manufacturer can show his capabilities the second column is the ai driven matchmaking and the opportunity to directly connect people solving a problem talking about an issue that's that's the second big column and the third column and that's uh, what we really came from our history from it's a very young history since 2015 but uh, joris described it very well we uh, we started always highly content driven so we always have the goal to go quite deeply in the am technology and to show uh, application applications use cases business cases to show the opportunities of the technology on our show floor and to to create an awareness of really industrial additive manufacturing uh, and and not only 3d printing and i think that was one of the usps we really developed quite good with form next and that's the the third column we will work on the platform that is the as a content hub as a content platform and there you can show the content in, in very different ways and it can be from webinars to web conferences down to just regular maybe white papers or, uh, or articles or, or photos or videos so a lot of things are possible we, we already have for example for next tv running since last year where we show applications in uh, in movies and, and that's also implemented in, in the platform and we will implement it in, in, in Form Next Connect because you can show a lot of things with, with application movies. Uh, these are the things where, where we are really uh, strong in and what we want to show also virtually is, is the content. So that's our third, third big column. And then, then we also have a, a fourth one. That's uh, our content partner, TCT. The TCT guys will run their conference this year on on Form Next Connect also virtually, so we also will have uh, this very uh, sophisticated uh, conference content in on the platform. So uh, that's that's let me say a, a real difference also to LinkedIn because it's it's purely content uh, driven and uh, with these three four. Columns, I think we, we have a quite good concept.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about, I'm yeah. thinking about that too. I, I, I don't know if, if like we're going to do like, I was kind of hoping that it would be a second chance for second life, you
1: know. But uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, that exists. There's a it's software right. out there called Verbella. Oh, That's no. exactly <laughs> what it is. Is it just you log in and it's a virtual trade show? I I I have Uh, participated in this and I will say it's nice. And I actually got to chase someone down to Uh, come back to my booth and then have a conversation. Really? Yeah. Which is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you have Uh, that going for it. But at the same time, it is kind of kind of goofy. Right. uh, Like it's a lot of bells and whistles. Do you really need all of that?
0: Yeah, exactly. But then you also have like a vice, and you can put it
1: on your shoes
0: at home and right? on your feet. So you, your feet will actually hurt like a real show as well. You know, just,
2: just to get yeah. the real, the real feeling of
1: being. Just on use the show a standing before. desk uh, and a treadmill. And,
2: and 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 what we also must keep in mind, guys, is you know, every branch and every technology and every uh, every different industry uh, might need some different answers uh, on this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, because what we think now is, is a quite good approach for, for our AM. community might be totally different for, I don't know, maybe fa- fashion show uh, colleagues or mm-hmm. consumer good colleagues, because they, yeah. they, have, they, have, they have different audience. Okay. And also like uh,
0: what I've always liked about us specifically is the ability to touch and feel parts and, and just actually really look up close. Yeah, I mean, that's a real specific issue with us. I think that that, that may, may be something to, to look at at one point. Like or watching like a machine or shots of parts. Yeah. Or. yeah.
1: I mean, everyone's always mesmerized when you watch a, a a machine working, right? It's like, be it a a printer or whatever. It's always kind of like, that's cool.
2: That's why I go to a trade show is to watch that yes. thing. Absolutely. You, you look at the machines and you start talking about, when you just look at the machines with the guys around it and, uh You immediately find some other guys having questions or maybe having answers. All this experience is, uh, yeah, finally in in a in a technology in a broad market with a lot of players inside. Only possible uh, in a real event, and that's very hard to transfer to uh, to a virtual event. Yeah, I mean
1: I suffer from this a lot because so when we uh, I make 3D pens when we demo the 3Doodler we draw in the air and that makes most people as they walk by just kind of stop and go what is that (laughs) that's
2: cool yeah yeah that's cool
1: and then it starts the conversation but in a virtual event you don't have that same even with like a fancy video and whatnot you don't necessarily have that same randomness if you will where someone walks by and sees it and then you explain to them how it's applicable to their situation because if they see it without someone telling them oh you can use it to fix fdm prints then yeah, they're not going to say, "Oh, I didn't even think about that," and <laughs> just watching your ad wouldn't have told me that. So, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's not the same effect. Not. But uh, yeah, but, but, but in the preparation for a visit of a real show, it's it's helpful to have a lot of information available and to be prepared. But uh, yeah, it's it's still necessary to have this this live event feeling inside a hall with everything related to it. No,
0: no. and also, like is it is it so you you now made it a little bit shorter? Did you think of like well, you mentioned t c t they had an event, I think that went on for twenty four hours at one point? Did you think of things like that maybe making it much longer that kind of thing
2: yeah. very good point or very good question um, we we currently plan uh, I just called it a, a time zone uh, concept, so uh, we will have content running on the platform. Uh, and we try to aim it also uh, at different time zones, so uh, because uh, you know online is is very good to be accessible by by uh, it's possible for everybody on the world, but uh, we we live in different time zones, so we we will have a main European time zone, that's that's uh, round about the time zone uh, when when the regular show runs, so. It starts in the morning on on cet up to the to the evening cet but uh from early morning uh yeah around about maybe six until eight or uh, or ten we have a asia pacific prime time slot like that's just how how i call it to to make it a little bit uh to explain it a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. and and towards the evening between uh yeah maybe Four or five uh, up until you know, like we started now the interview, but uh, lasting maybe until eight o'clock, we have the U.S. prime time slot, where where it, where we can integrate interesting program for Europeans and for in the morning Asia Pacific region or in the evening for the U.S. region, and then then we have the real U.S. time slots and the real Asia Pacific time slots. That's during the night in Europe. And that's where we also still think about how to maybe have some parts of the program dedicated to this special region. But that's that's still... Uh, we, we have not fixed the, the, the program so far, but uh, we, we are quite okay now with these prime time slots to start early in the morning and to finish around about 8 p.m. But this would only mean to finish this real life life events but uh, we, we still work on it to have programs available also in between so that's that's our we call it the time time zone approach
0: yeah, if, you, if you want us to do some content as well because we've been trying to also think about how we engage this as media for example you know so yeah. if at one point you want us to kind of figure out how to do a content around this as well we'd love to to, to, to figure out because we want to do a 3d pod on the show but then like how do you cover a show when you're not like at the show, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, be cool to do like good. a
1: live one where people could yeah, kind of good, join good,
2: in. Good yeah. question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah.
0: And and how are you gonna uh, so yeah, we don't know how we're gonna cover it either. So so one of the main things was like that people would do were uh launch machines. So how would I launch a machine at form Next now? What would I do if, I, if yeah. I'm like an exhibitor?
2: Yeah, so there will be launches because some of the companies already uh Told the us they will have launches because they prepared a lot of things for this year in November to, to show to the community. So now uh, now it's becoming a little bit technical around the platform, and when it's too technical, I'm not really the totally okay. right guy. Uh, but, but I explained it just the way I also understood it. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the company, uh, the exhibitor, has his profile. In his profile, he can open a door to his own website environment mm-hmm. in walking through this door everybody who is uh, looking at his profile and he wants to know more he can he can do a lot of things he can do a press conference a, a zoom meeting he can link to a video he can link to uh, mm-hmm. to what to wherever he wants that's that's one of the possibilities but it's uh, it's a possibility where the visitor mm-hmm. must uh, must actively visit the exhibitors profile and then actively enter this gate but oh, that's yeah. that's one possibility the mm-hmm. other one is we offer to the exhi- uh, to the exhibitors a so called session this mm-hmm. this session is uh, integrated in our content streams mm-hmm. so uh, it's separated from the profile of the exhibitor, and it's embedded in our official event calendar. So when you enter the the platform, you will see an event calendar, what is taking place uh, at which hour. And, And then you can choose and you are free to choose, hey, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in this. And then through the event calendar, you can directly jump into this event. Okay. And uh, with such a session in the event calendar, it's it's a very prominent place for an exhibitor to to have an headline. Uh, a headline. Just as an example, we have Tuesday, I don't know, 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, machine lounge company ABC, mm-hmm. and and everybody looking at the calendar and at the platform because it's it's the first thing you see. Uh, will see this message and can directly jump in then there are several more uh, possibilities when when you want to have the launch for example only for the press Mm -hmm. and not for the whole public it's possible at the exhibitor profile to fill a so-called press channel Mm -hmm. and when when you put your messages or your content uh, in the press channel it's only visible for journalists it's also a kind of USP channel on the platform for journalists where they can see everything uh, in chronology, mm-hmm. what's happening uh, only for the press. So that's, that's also a possibility. With the session, uh, the, the exhibitor is totally open to, to all of the public. And, and then he can also have a possibility called round table. Uh, a round table can be, uh, can be a public round table but this one is limited uh, only to 50 persons maximum, but there uh, all these attendants can uh, have uh, bi-directional communication. Was this this the right expression? So they they can see each other and they can directly talk to each other. So that's possible in this this round table setting. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the session setting uh, has an unlimited audience. But there it's only possible to listen and to write some, uh, some comments uh, in a chat function. And, and it's not possible because uh, it's unlimited in the attendance to have uh, everybody's talking to everybody. Uh, so okay. these, there are some there are possibilities to prominently launch machines. Uh, it's possible on the platform as well.
0: Okay. Okay. And, and so has it changed your business model? Cause I see a lot of the things I'm presuming that then, you know, for a booth you'd charge me for a booth and then I could get extra if I get a round table, that kind of thing.
2: Right.
1: How does the structure work now? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so that, that's, that's also a way we are learning a lot. And we, we try to find solutions for this year. So not everything will be fixed for, for the time to come. But for this year, we, we have, uh, packages available for exhibitors, uh, how their exhibitor profile looks like it's it's three different packages in in a range how uh, how many features the exhibitors uh, want to have and what they want to use in, in their profile then the second thing is that uh, the sessions and roundtables are products you can you can buy as an exhibitor mm-hmm. and uh, there, therefore it's for us it's a product we we can sell or like the former stand for example, plus, uh, this service of a session or a round table. So, uh, th- that's what we need now to, to work on such a kind of platform. Also with, with, uh, business cases, business models. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's this business, okay, it's kind of the same. You're selling access and attention, I guess, and, and, and the same thing, but I could assume that financially this is like still even the virtual version, even if everybody cooperates, and I think a lot of people are going to be on this. So it's going to be, I think a really big event in and of itself that financially this has been quite the nightmare for you guys as well right
2: yeah because uh how well, i'm also speaking not only for me but for all colleagues uh, as show organizers it's it's not comparable it's right mm-hmm. not comparable and just just have a look at our group Messi frankfurt group we have a very huge uh, real estate complex with exhibition halls uh, which needs to be maintained because business will come back but uh, every big venue owner has has a huge and massive problem. That's yeah. that's a fact, and uh, it it will it will have a huge impact and uh, for for quite a couple of years until a recovery is coming.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I can imagine. And that, De- yeah, definitely, and
2: and also all we do now in in digital is is an invest because uh, yeah, that was maybe one of the few good sides of the crisis. And I'm, I'm very open and, and, and talk about this. For many years, it was not really so necessary for us as exhibition guys to, uh, to look on, on the digital possibilities. But now we suddenly, like a hammer on the head, uh, you know, already starting in spring, it was clear, hey, uh, we have to do something. And uh, in in our companies in, uh, in in our group, we changed uh, we changed very quick. We, we mm-hmm. took us forty eight hours to to make a change from office work to mobile work. Mm-hmm. and uh, we, we were never used to it. Uh, and, it and it went well for, for all of us. and mm-hmm. uh, And now we are f- forced to really strategically uh, deal with the digital possibilities because mm-hmm. yeah, some of them will stay.
0: And, and so when did you, you talked about working from home the first time, when were you first aware of this whole COVID thing that it's going to, you know, when did you first like take it seriously or when were you guys first having meetings like, oh, what do we do with this?
2: Yeah, for, the, for us it was quite early because in the group we have a lot of colleagues uh, working directly in China. Mm-hmm. So the, our, our biggest foreign subsidiary, our biggest international subsidiary is the the Asia Asia Pacific one, and there the main part is China, with a lot of offices in in Shanghai, in Hong Kong, in Beijing, in Guangzhou, in uh, Shenzhen. So we, we are we are really covering a lot of uh, market in China, and uh, as you know, it's it started there by the end of last year, and the effects were in China already uh, in January. So, but we all looked on it with big eyes and the realization that it will come to us, that took some more eight to 10, uh, eight to 10 weeks. But uh, what happened there directly affected our business because from, from, in a very short period of time, no shows took place in China. Right. And it's, it's a big part in our group.
0: And, uh, and, and what did you have to, what did you first think? Did you first think, oh yeah, we might have to delay it? Or was it just, cause it seemed very far away, right?
2: This whole year has been yeah. really weird with time. right? Yeah,
0: so. yeah.
2: Now, now, now we are more used to it and we learn that uh, we work from week to week and it's not so easy to predict what will happen next year. Uh, <laughs> and, but, but looking back in January, February, uh, we thought, hey, November is quite far away yeah we we were kind of uh, not excited, but it was it it was not a real push to change things. Mm-hmm. This real push frankly spoken came by march yeah. by the end of by the end of March we knew for us for form next they things will not work, and we need to make a change and that that was the drive to to make the new plan for the for the corona edition uh, or form next with the hybrid concept and, and the redesigned, uh, show floor.
0: And and so, how's it been for your staff? I mean, I think it's, it's, I think I could imagine there's a lot of anxiety as well. People worried about their jobs, people they come up with one plan, then you have to come up with another plan. How has it been for you guys?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, uh, not only for us, but we are special affected industry. So, uh, everything you were used to some, certain stability in the plans the preparation phases for a show uh, the orders you you have for uh, in preparation for for your subcontractors and everything everything was on stake and and everything uh, changed from week to week and uh, that that was really also it still is a, a highly a really big challenge for the for the team and for the motivation and uh, because everybody burns for for our topic, for for Next and for AM, uh, for the community. And every day we want to have results where we can talk also to you guys, hey, we are ready, we have the things prepared and now it looks really good again. But, uh, you know, uh, one day after a decision, you need to make a new one because things already changed again. So that's that's very hard. Yeah, but we have, yeah, it's, I think it's also necessary to to learn from this to work, and that's you know Germans like to work uh, with plans, and they like to work. <laughs> yeah. They like to work with fixed schedules, and yeah, they, yeah. Like, they, they they like to work with very straight and strict protocols and regulations and things like this. From this side or from this point of view. Uh, I see also one of the positive effects out of this is to really become more, uh, yeah, the, you know, this new work policy, to be more agile, to right. to, to, to be more flexible. And uh, well, that's what, what you guys in the States uh, li- live much longer, This this business flexibility to adapt to new situations and to quickly also change your decisions. And that's uh, I like this because it's it's a little bit like we started from next in 2015 where we also were a kind of startup in, right. in this in this field and working with a very flexible dynamic community. Now now I think it's necessary to to re uh, to to reinvent such such things we already use we are used to not to be too to schedule driven, but to, to stay flexible and to, to, and also to, to be open for, for new solutions for new uh, cooperation partners. Yeah. Last year, nobody of us in our business would have imagined to have a cooperation with a, with a platform provider, Mm -hmm. but now everybody of us is looking for one. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's what I mean. You know, Uh, this, that's, that's, really a kind of thing coming out of this crisis where, where we will keep this, this uh, to, to stay dynamic, to stay a little sure. bit more dynamic.
1: But so oh. part of that, you have this kind of interesting advantage now, there's no limit on space. So you can take as many as exhibitors as you want, right? There's no cap.
2: Or are you capping it? Yeah. No, no, we're not capping it. <laughs> but what I learned, and but maybe that's also a question to you guys when, when you talk to other uh, colleagues from the exhibition or venue business or convention business. My experience is right now, and I attended quite a lot of uh, online events, seminars, whatever is possible, uh, or whatever is on the market right now since, since many months. Uh, the attendance there, I would say, was always or maybe mostly less. Than the physical event, yeah. And that's and that's, and that's uh, I don't know how how do you experience this?
1: No, I had I had a similar experience. It's it's less. If I couldn't tell if there were more or less people, but there were certainly less people interacting. Yeah, uh, where you know I I when I was exhibiting at two events, three events actually, I've done three events. One of them would promote video calls right there at the event. You know, call in, and I'd say. You know, in the physical event, I had spoken to several hundred people in this one day event. On the virtual event, I spoke to 30 or 40 people. So it was yeah. noticeably less, but there were supposedly more people there. But once again, like it's as an exhibitor, it's harder to tell because you don't see a room full of people.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's ex- exactly my experience as well. So therefore, uh, it's also. Uh necessary or important for all of us to to manage the expectations because in in theory with a digital platform you are open to to all of the world but but in practice and uh, when i look at me and my behavior behavior in in uh, digital events you know at a trade show you you have a you have a travel you stay there you start early in the morning and you finish very late in the night attending all of the professional program, the social program, connecting and uh, having this over three or four days connects you with many many people and it's very intense. When I attend a digital uh, meeting or a digital platform or digital event uh, attended in the last weeks uh, you know, you do it, most of it. You do it out of the home office, and then you start in between. Uh, yeah, let's make a coffee. Uh, hey, uh, the next hour is not so interesting. I'm doing my my email job work, or I'm corresponding uh, with a colleague. So yeah. you're not so concentrated on on the event. Yeah. And, uh, I, think I, think, I think the two awesome.
0: things that I miss the most, yeah. like for presenting, and I think presenting is okay. And I'm seeing some really interesting people do some interesting stuff. And I think that's going to be okay. Um, you just need to make them a little more interesting. But what I miss is random. And I know like Ooh. some really good friends in the industry. Yeah. Just, R- random randomly met. R-
2: right. Yeah. Um,
0: so, so also, like via this, like via your awesome AI powered uh, platform, could I also just chat with random people? Cause sometimes yeah. that's like the most interesting thing. And, and the other thing I'm really missing is like, you know, just like the gossip and just the, the social element. And, and do you have a solution for that? I mean, how are we going to drink? Are we going to drink from home, Sasha? Is that going to work?
2: <laughs> it's, I'm quite happy that this is not possible digitally. <laughs> because, you know, every, 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 We can do it on our own, you know, and make a kind of post through through our camera. But yeah. it's it's not it's not the same and the same feeling. And you're right. Yeah, this, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to link it,
1: into like Grubhub and have like auto or Uber yeah. Eats and have everything delivered automatically to everyone at the same yeah. time. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. we, we this this for this uh, exactly. We need to wait until we meet us again uh, in person on yeah. on, a, on an event and yeah. uh, ho- hopefully on a, on a real for next event with a big for next party like Joris talked about yeah definitely definitely
0: but can we, can we open a bar can we open a bar in the thing can i have one of those rooms 3 D print.com bar a, a virtual bar yeah can we do that really no seriously
2: i'll try that <laughs> if it's not yeah, too expensive I, guys yeah guys let's let's stay exchanged if there are possibilities
0: yeah and, I, I really miss a yeah. social thing i really want random social stuff because people have told me about the most amazing things and just completely randomly so I miss that the the, the kind of like the Serendipity Bar would be good. It doesn't have to be a bar. I don't think I'll be drinking from home with other virtual people. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> good name for the yeah. bar? Yeah,
2: yeah but the Serendipity
0: Bar, bar. sponsored. Yeah, Serendipity Bar. I think friend-time. that's really important. I think that's really <laughs> important. All right. Hey, um. So have you aged like thirty years in this one year, Sasha? How are you doing? <laughs> are you okay? Cool.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I'm still okay because uh, you know, finally or at the end, it's also our job as managers to to manage uh, through a situation like this, to identify chances and to deal with everything which is not running so good. So that's that's what we do, what I do, because uh, uh, like since two fifteen, when I first off by the mid or end of fourteen, when I first came into touch with the AM community. Yes, I'm still so highly fascinated about this technology, about the possibilities because I'm uh, from the profession, I'm an economist, Uh, so not an engineer or or technician, but AM definitely is one of the technologies who will show all of us, all of our uh, countries and economies, a way out of the crisis because uh, all, all the positive things AM can offer. Are are needed now for industries uh, coming out of a crisis of this crisis, like uh, you know, uh, new products, bringing new products fast to the market, all these free design things, diversified production, and uh, just just have a look at the supply chains how they will change because this crisis also put uh, some some pain points uh, on on the table. Uh, regarding the supply chains. So there, there are so many things now also uh, open more for, for very serious uh, industrial AM uh, that I'm sure that, uh, and that's also what, what's driving me to, uh, to in any way this year virtually and in the coming years uh, hybrid because I'm a, I'm a pure uh, you know, also from my age, I'm coming from a person to person event age. But offering in future platforms for this community and for this technology—that's that's the most the, the most driver or the the best driver I have for, for my motivation. Yeah, definitely, yeah. dude.
0: Hey, so Sasha, thank you so much uh, for telling us a little bit about what we're gonna be experiencing at Forum next. Um, soon and also telling us about how this year has been for you and and, and uh, all the changes that has happened um, yeah I wish you a lot of luck with the show and and, uh, and I can't wait to see everyone again in real but I also can't wait to see anyone everyone in the virtual forum next and uh, yeah thank you so much for participating today
2: cool guys I thank you very much for a highly interesting interview and uh, I already have a marker for a real beer on a real <laughs> re- in the ne- on the next real for next party
1: Perfect right one. and Sasha, Perfect. when's the uh, last date for registration for vendors, and when's the, and when can people sign up uh, to to attend the show? Yeah, so uh,
2: the it's already possible it's already possible to sign up as an exhibitor. That's already uh, open and possible. Uh, then uh, the 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 upload or the 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 exhibitor starts uh, yeah, next week to fill their profiles. And uh, our plan to open the pub uh, to, to open the platform totally for the public is on November three. so that's that's the big opening of the for Next Connect platform. There you can all already start to explore the platform and to experience how it works and already uh, start uh, communication with with the companies, with the, with the exhibitors, and you can schedule meetings and things like this. And uh, then uh, the the official big show opening of Form Next Connect is on November ten. Okay,
1: great. Thanks again Perfect. for joining us. So see you. See you there. See you there. Take thanks care. Hey, bye bye.
0: Bye. Hey, thanks bye. everyone for listening, and uh, have a great day. This is the Three D Pod, and I'm Yours Peels with Maximal Vogue today, and Sasha Wenser for Next. You've been listening to the Three D Pod. For more information on what you just heard or to subscribe, visit www.3dprint.com or follow us
2: at 3dprint underscore com.